Jordan Greenway not playing against the Nashville Predators. Why not take a moment to evaluate what do we have in this Jordan Greenway after just a couple of weeks with the Buffalo Sabres? Your Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Sabres your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Search us on YouTube, Locked On Sabres. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We will preview Sabres and Predators coming up later on today's show. So tune in for that if you are listening before the game has begun. But I got some other stuff to get to uh, before we get into sneaky good bets, as well as looking at the lineups, the goalie matchup, and plus a lot more uh, for Sabres and Predators on Tuesday night at KeyBank Center. feel really strongly about my bets for uh, for, for, mon- for Tuesday night. Uh, we'll talk some Jordan Greenway coming up in a little bit. Now, he is not playing against the Predators on Tuesday, but I've been wanting to have this conversation, and it's time to. I think I've given it enough time. What do we really have in this guy after a couple of weeks? And should we be worried about what we've seen in terms of the results so far? So that's coming up as well. Uh, Again, at Sneaky Joe Sports, if you want to follow me on Twitter, at Lockdown Sabres to get the podcast account. And again, YouTube, search Lockdown Sabres. You can comment in uh, any of our comment sections there. And we will uh, be sure to read anything interesting that is on the show, or we'll read anything interesting on the show, uh, I should say. Our last episode, we asked about the Sabres goalie situation, and I got a lot of responses, a lot of responses. Um, so again, uh, be sure to subscribe to us on our YouTube channel, and uh, you can get our go- our uh, video, our our comments right away uh, onto the show. So. Um, I do want to read one from Dawson uh, when talking about Lukanen. I made a comment on the last show that I'm ready, not ready to trade Lukanen, but a Levi, if he wins a job, then I'm ready to move Lukanen. I don't think we need both of those goaltenders for the long term. I think going into next year with two unprovens would be a mistake. Dawson says, I don't think the Sabres get enough, would get enough for him to make it worth it to give up on him. Rather run with UPL and Levi and move on if UPL can't prove enough to be a backup to Levi. Well, that kind of goes, though, to the point. You know, you're getting rid of UPL then when his value would be nothing. I agree. You're not going to get a lot for him right now. You could, I think, at least recoup the second-round pick that you spent on him uh, to get him, you know, a couple of drafts ago, 2017, that is now. But... I think you could get something. There are teams looking for young goalies. Not everybody's got a goalie of the future. And if I were a GM out there, this is the way, this is the way I would think of it, why I could see him having some value. If I was a GM of a team in the West, wherever, I was a team of uh, that doesn't have a, a future goalie in, in the pipeline. What, I would want that guy. I would want something. And I would look around the league and say, all right, where can I find? That's what the Sabres did with Devin Levi in Florida. They had Spencer Knight. Let me go get Devin Levi. Let me find a team that's already got a young guy that they think is going to be the guy. And if they have another guy, then he's expendable. And I could poach him. And that's a market. That's a market being created just on Levi's existence and Lukanen's potential, which I still think is there. 
23 years old. You have no idea what he's going to be yet. You won't know for three more years probably with Lukanen. He's big. He's got the frame. He's got the athleticism. So I hear you. You're not getting a king's ransom. But Lukanen would have value. He would be tradable and not for a sixth, you know, something that you just get as a token return. I think they could actually get uh, something reasonable. Um Sean wrote in, we messed up not getting a true bridge goalie at the deadline. Lukanen's stats are horrendous. Anderson will probably retire and we're probably stuck with Comrie. They're not stuck with Comrie. They could wave Comrie. They could send him wherever they want. And basically it would be free because his cap is so low. Uh, I don't, there was no goalie traded at the deadline that fit that description. Now, could they have traded for UC Saros? We'll talk about a little bit later. It's who the Sabres will face on Tuesday. Or could they have gotten Dasher Demko? Well, he's still available. They could do that in the summer. So I don't want to go so far as to say they completely messed up because that guy, I think, can still be acquired in in the summer. Lots of good comments, though. Good conversation going on in that comment section, um, which is not always the case with a YouTube comment section. But I, I appreciate our listeners for uh, for keeping it clean and keeping it keeping it tame. Uh, before we get to some other stuff, Jordan Greenway and also the Sabres-Predators matchup. So, around the NHL news, Fanatics has agreed to a 10-year deal with the National Hockey League to make player uniforms. Not those fake replicas that you buy from straight from Fanatics over the past couple of years, but to make the actual uniforms you're going to see the players wear on the ice. I have never seen the hockey world in unison to this extent on one single issue. Everybody, the moment that news was announced, very calculated, by the way, Tuesday morning at like 6.30 in the morning when they were hoping everybody was still asleep, there's the news dump. Fanatics is going to... Make NHL uniforms. Um, that will start next season. Adidas did not look to extend their deal. And the reason everybody hates it, pretty simple. Fanatics stinks, right? Like, I I know from experience, and I know that hockey fans and friends from experience, um, they have gotten jerseys where the material is very cheap. You know, they, they, the customer service is terrible. It really is completely corporate, you know, all about profits, nothing, no attention paid to the quality of the product. And my hope would be that that will change at least for the on ice uniforms. I mean, how could it not? How could it not? But fanatics, not who you really want to trust with it. Um, and you know Nike, of course, is the is the the maker for the other three uh, professional sports leagues in North America. Um, Adidas was just the NHLs. You know, Fanatics. Fanatics has never been this for any sports league before. So they are entering into uncharted territories. The best way to phrase it, though, from what I saw, was from Brian Mazurowski, who hosts the morning show at WBEN in Buffalo on weekday mornings. He tweeted. This is the NHL on OLN in wearable form. And that is exactly right. That is perfect. That is to a T exactly what this is. It is just, the look of it is just embarrassing. It's just embarrassing because Fanatics has a reputation and it's not a good one. 
it's a cheap one. But you know what? This is what you'd expect from the NHL. The NHL is elite at doing things their fans hate. And then Gary Bettman ignoring it and tell you that, oh, you're wrong, that fans don't hate it. Uh, that's the that's the league for you. Now, other details here. Again, it'll start next season. Um, the story that I wrote, read from Greg Wyshynski at ESPN did say not to expect any major uniform design changes until 2026. So we got three years more with the Sabres looking just like this. Likely they were going to make them out of the same factory that Adidas did in Quebec. Um, so don't expect any big changes. You know, every, every, you know, retailer has a different way of doing things. Adidas, you know, with their three stripes, they also started the reverse retro phenomenon. Reebok had their look with a lot of silver piping. Uh, we'll see what fanatics draws up for three years from now. They got some time to prepare, but I am not confident, not confident that it's going to go well. All right, we'll come back. Jordan Greenway. What do we have so far in Jordan Greenway in his short Sabre career thus far? He will miss Tuesday's game against the Predators. We'll preview Sabres and Predators a little bit later on in today's show. So stay tuned here on the Locked on Sabres podcast. And this episode is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. It is college basketball season. We are into the Sweet 16. It's the perfect time to download FanDuel. It's America's number one sportsbook. New customers get a no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000. It's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Safe, secure, super easy to use. And then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Uh, especially, you know, in hockey, you've got anytime goal score bets. I'll have one of those for you a little bit later on the puck line. Uh, you can bet on anything. Plus FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So do not miss your chance to get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more, make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Sneaky Joe DiBiase back on the Lockdown Sabres podcast. All right, I've got to get to a question that I've been wondering about on Jordan Greenway. Jordan Greenway is only eight games into his Sabre career. Not, not a lot. Not by any means. Not a lot. And to this point, Don Granado still trying to find the right combination for Jordan Greenway. Um, he's been all over the lineup. He's been on the top line with Tage Thompson and Alex Tuck. He's been on the top line with Tage Thompson and Jeff Skinner. He's been on the fourth line with Kyle Poso and Zemgus Girgensen. He's played with Casey Middlestad. He's played with he's played with everybody. And he still doesn't really have a home yet. It, it has not clicked anywhere in the lineup. And he will not play on Tuesday night for let me get the exact I want to get the exact wording down. It was an interesting way I thought that it was phrased that Greenway was not in. Um, I can't find it. I thought I saw something about he was not in the right shape to play. Um, but I'll have to I'll have to find that exact comment for you. I thought I had it, and uh, it it maybe did I make that up in my own head about what Granado said about him? Um, but anyways, he's day to day with an upper body injury, and he's out. Greenway, his his stats so far: one goal, no assists. Uh, 14 minutes of ice time per night. He has 13 hits. So we're talking a little bit over a, a hit a game, two takeaways, one giveaway, um, so far. And if you look at some of his advanced stats on the season, 
in just the Buffalo games, not counting his time in Minnesota, you're looking at a 33% expected goals for rate. Really bad. Really, really terrible. Um, He's been on the ice for 100 shot attempts against at 5-on-5 and only 77-4. That's a wide disparity. He's been on the ice for 26 high danger chances against, only 12-4. And scoring chances, he's been on the ice for 54 against and 32-4. So his numbers look real bad. And I'll say this about Greenway. I don't want to just declare that he's bad. It's very possible that he is just a bad hockey player, though. I, I That's maybe too frank. It's, that's mean to the player. I don't know. I think he just might be a bad player. He has never really been much more than a fourth liner in Minnesota. And you know what? I was, I, I'm still open to Granado getting the most out of this guy. Um, but Don Granado can't make everybody a 30 goal scorer. You know, he can't turn everybody into gold. Um, he can't turn all the water into wine, you know? Like he's done it with Thompson. He's done it a little bit with, with Middlestad. He's done it with Skinner and Talk and Darlene. Like he's done it with almost everybody. He's not really done it with Yoki Haru. He's always been the one example that it hasn't really worked. And maybe Greenway will be the next guy on that list. It won't be a 100% hit rate. It might be a 75% hit rate. And so far, no good on Jordan Greenway. My biggest thing with Greenway, honestly, for a big physical player, power forward type, he doesn't really have that motor that jumps off the page. You know, there are guys where, yeah, they're not that fast or they're not that skilled, but they're maybe a little big, but you just, they're always going hundred miles an hour. This used to be Patrick Coletta. You would never catch Patrick Coletta not going 150 miles an hour. Right. And that got him into trouble a lot, but that was him. And Marcus Foligno is another good example of this. Marcus Foligno would, you would never, he would never stop. He was just all over you. He was all over the puck. He was hitting you. He was forechecking. Um, he, if he, he was charging the net, you know, he was using his skating, his speed, even when he wasn't the fastest guy in the world. And I don't, Greenway, I just don't see that motor from him. Uh, maybe I'm not looking hard enough, or maybe I'm just trying to make something that is not there. Evander Kane was a guy, by the way. I know he was more skilled, but Evander Kane always, always like ridiculous motor up and down the ice. A, a lot of guys have that, right? Greenway just doesn't strike me as having that. And you know, like there was some some smoke in Minnesota about him being late to a meeting once upon a time, and there's some other stuff that I remember reading about. And I just you know throwing it out there. Keep an eye on him because if he's going to be a bottom six contributor on this team, he's got he's got to look he's got to look the part of that role to me more than more than he's looked, and the skill is not ever going to be on the level to carry him. You know he's got to be an energy player. He's got to be responsible defensively. He's got to do all that other stuff, and I'm just not really seeing it. I'm not really seeing it right now from Jordan Greenway. Doesn't mean it can't happen. He's maybe been dealing with an injury. He's going to miss Tuesday's game, but that's where I'm at with Jordan Greenway. Uh, not looking too good so far, but again, it's only eight games, and um, you can't you can't judge him. You can't judge him at this point. Sabers and Predators. All right, we'll take a timeout here. Preview the game. I got sneaky good bets. The goalie matchup and uh, a goalie you should be keeping a very close eye on on Tuesday night because it is the closest comp for Devin Levi in the National Hockey League. That's coming up here on the Lockdown Savers podcast. We're brought to you by Built Bar. Got to try Built Bar. Uh, 
Built Bars, 100% covered in real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond. My favorite is the cookie dough. They put the actual pieces of cookie dough right underneath the chocolate. I'm not sure how Built does it. These bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at built.com but now you get them at your local walmart or sam's club that's right head to your nearest walmart today walk to the pharmacy section grab yourself a box of built bars you can grab a four bar box of cookies and cream double chocolate or coconut puff or if you're close to a sam's club run in grab a 13 bar box of hit flavors like brownie batter intro you can thank me later hit them up built.com sam's club and walmart Final segment here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. All right, we'll uh, we'll breeze through this quickly here. A preview of Sabres and Predators for Tuesday night, and then we'll recap the game coming up uh, on uh, on Wednesday show. So, UC Saros is going to start in goal for the Nashville Predators. He is one of the best goaltenders in the National Hockey League. He also is the closest comp in the National Hockey League to Devin Levi. 5'11", 180 pounds, one of the smallest goalies in hockey. In fact, even he might be the smallest goalie in hockey. But consistently, year to year to year to year, he's one of the best. Um, in fact, going all the way back to his rookie season, where he played one game since that 16 season where he played one game, he has had a 914 save percentage or better every single year. That is consistency that... Nobody has. Carey Price had down years where he was below that number. Jonathan Quick had a million years where he was below that number. Ryan Miller had years where he was below that. Pecorine, like guys that won Vesnas, were not as consistent as Saros is. Saros is just rock solid as a goaltender. He's not yet won a Vesna. He came in third in the voting last year. He'll maybe be a nominee this year. He's not going to win it. Linus Allmark's going to, but when you're thinking about Devin Levi and what he might look like in the Sabres goal, watch Saros on Tuesday night uh, for the Predators. And that is the guy to really t- to, to think about for what he, uh, th- he could become and what the goal is for Devin Levi. Now, the Sabres are a favorite in this game. The, uh, by the way, the rest of the lineup, Jordan Greenway will miss the game. Tyson Jost back in. Jost will center uh, Casey Middlestad and Victor Olofsson. Krebs will stay down with Oposo and uh, Giergensen's. The Sabres are a favorite in this game, and actually they're a decent size favorite. Minus 150 on the money line, and that's where we fire up today's edition of Sneaky Good Bets. And our Sneaky Good Bet number one is going to be over one and a half goals in the first period at minus 177. So you would bet 100, or excuse me, you would bet 177 to win 100, for example. The over on first period goals in Sabre games have hit 10 of the last 11 games at KeyBank Center. So 10 of the last 11 Sabre home games, the over on first period goals has hit. And tonight it is uh, it is minus 177. The number two sneaky good bet of the night, Sabres minus a goal and a half on the puck line at plus 150. The sharp money is on Buffalo in this game. So for only 41% of the bets are on the Sabres on the puck line, but 72% of the money is on the Sabres. I'm riding with that. I was already feeling strongly about the Sabres in this game. Um, I think they're going to bounce back uh, in a big way. I think that desperation has got to creep in. I mean, you've got to see it 
from them. But they, I think that desperation is going to creep in for them. So sneaky good bet number two. Sabres minus a goal and a half to win by two or more at plus 150. And then third sneaky good bet of the night. Jack Quinn, anytime goal scorer. I have liked Quinn's game as of late. I've been talking more about Paterka, uh, kind of seeing his game come to life. Um, but Quinn has been right o- alongside him doing that. Uh, he's only got, you know, he scored a goal in Toronto um, last Monday. That's his last goal. Um, but he's getting opportunities. He's getting shots on goal. He, I think, is, you know, he had four shots on goal against Boston. He had two against Philadelphia. He had three against the Rangers, two against the, the Stars. You know, that one Toronto game where he only had one, he did score on it. But I like Quinn in this game. He's getting some power play time. And um, he's just, you know, he's been chipping him in here and there. So in the last 14 games, uh, we're talking five goals. You know, he's scoring a goal every third game for the Sabres. And he's uh, maybe a little due. He hasn't scored in four games here. So I got Jack Quinn plus 340. I always like a good long shot that uh, anytime goal score. And that is going to do it for us here today on the Lockdown Sabres podcast. And thanks everybody for tuning in and making us your first listen every day. We'll talk to you after Sabres and Predators, hopefully after a Sabre win. And then we can maybe start to update the standings again if they don't look so depressing. Thanks for making Lockdown Sabres your first listen every day. Now go make your next listen Lockdown Game to Game. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Lockdown Game to Game covers every game from across the NHL with local analysis that only Lockdown can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Lockdown NHL, available in the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast.